Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's a rainy day in L.A. I feel like it's raining all over the world. Rain, 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 all over this world. It is raining too, like pouring down raining. It ain't playing. You can get involved by calling 888 775 Jesse. My biblical question for this week, are you afraid you're not going to make it? Are you afraid you're not going to make it? Amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. JesseLeePeterson.com slash show. And if you're like traveling, stuck in the airport, or on an airplane where the emergency door, whatever door is falling off, and 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 the atmosphere trying to suck you out of the plane, and you're holding on, or if you're on the airplane and the blacks are fighting, and or if you are on an airplane and they have affirmative action black female pilots and you're scared, I was just so scared, and you're scared, you could be listening to the show. You could be listening to the show on your iPhone or iPad, and then if you happen to land okay, you can podcast the show later. But you can call 641-793-1500. Follow us on social media. Like, follow, ring the bell. Subscribe. Y'all know what to do. We are on JLP Talk on X and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. To donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk or rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuildingtheman.com. 
All right? Amazing. It's a rainy, rainy day in L.A., and I feel like it's raining all over the world. So for the new listeners, and we have new ones all the time, you might not be aware, but we started Thursday, and we take all calls, though, about all things, but Thursday is Bible Thumper Thursday because I get calls from Bible Thumpers, and it's hard to communicate with Bible Thumpers because all they're doing is just throwing in scriptures. They don't know how to communicate. They, while you're even responding to one of their questions or comments, they're already thinking of another scripture. So I decided, you know what, let's do Bible Thumper Thursday. And that way, the Bible Thumpers can have a little bit more time. Bible Thumpers need love too? What the? <laughs> Bible Thumpers need Jesus too. What the? Amazing. So, it's Thursday. And every Thursday is Bible Thumper Thursday. The sign outside the New Era Baptist Church in Birmingham reads a black vote for Trump is a mental illness. I am the daughter of two pastors. You will emerge from that as an atheist. That's for sure. Biden is only the second Catholic president. The Pope is like, if you don't, they call him the Holy Father. Ain't nothing holy about the Pope. <laughs> why? 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 Why George go? Holy mackerel. I can't believe you people follow a man. What the? And speaking of following a man, if you can talk to Donald Trump, the great white hope, Donald Trump, or ask him any questions, what would you want to know? What would you ask? Have you thought about that? What would you ask or what would you say to the great white hope? Amazing. I have said over and over again, and then I get to you guys' calls, and ladies' call here, calls, and your super chats. I have said for a long time now that intellectual people are evil. And that the more education you have, the evil, the wicked you become, wickier you become. And that if you look at the world around you, outside of you, the intellectual people, they are the leading cause in destruction of America. Where there is secular education, PhDs, MSDs, STDs, HYDs, or Bible degrees, because a lot of people go into, like, Bible schools and learn how to be preachers or to know the Bible or whatever, they're intellectual and they're evil. The intellect is not used in a practical manner 
cook breakfast or dinner, what you want to eat, what type of house you want or whatever, is evil. And to intellect hate God. It hate good. It really, did, I mean, it just hate good. There's no love in it. There's nothing but fear and strife. And yet, in my country, the intellect is pushed like nothing going north. It, it is, and a lot of people are paying a lot of money to get their minds screwed up. And they end up in debt and still dumb. They have psychiatry, psychologists, therapists, whatever type of degrees, right? And they're wicked. Look at all the people with degrees, especially women. Are things getting better or are they getting worse? The races are more divided than any other time in the history of America. The um, the children are suffering like 90 going north because they are not loved by their mothers and, and fathers because the father didn't know how to deal with the mother of the child or children. He left them along with her. Mother, so-called mothers are going to work and, and care less about the children. Children, I saw uh, on the uh, national news last night, I saw how the government had all the uh, the people up there who, Internet people who found it, YouTube and all those type of things. And they were blaming the YouTube people, Facebook people and others for the children, quote unquote, being addicted to the Internet. They blame the Internet founders rather than the parents. I have to tell you, the YouTube founder, Internet, Facebook, whoever they are, TikTok and all those people, they are not to blame for young people being addicted to it. The parents are to blame. And the parents are as addicted to it as the children are. And the parents don't love the children. And they, as soon as they pop out of mama's womb, they don't hand them a bottle with milk, warm milk. They hand them a cell phone or iPad because they don't have the time or patience or love to raise their own children. So you can't blame the parents. I mean, the uh, Internet founder people, Facebook and all those people. If the parents loved their children, they would watch over them and the kids wouldn't, wouldn't be addicted to the Internet and all that stuff they're claiming. Uh, one of the uh, so-called representatives there, they made one of the guys, Zuckerberg or somebody, uh, apologize to all these so-called families that were there. And Zuckerberg, by force, and not by choice, got up and apologized, and the family applauded. Like they had no responsibility to raise their own children. It's not Zuckerberg's fault. 
you are your world, and if you don't care about your world, and you don't care about your children, that's your fault. It's not anyone. It's like telling a drug dealer that she is responsible for the drug addict. Whatever happened to taking responsibility for your own life? Remember that used to be popular and right way, right way to go. Taking responsibility and don't blame anyone else, especially as adults. Don't blame anyone else. That's what made America great. And the great white hope trying to make it great again. But that's what made it great. Individuality. I remember growing up when blacks, the blacks, what's wrong with the blacks? I remember when the blacks used to be individual thinkers. And they didn't have physical leaders over them. They didn't have no one to lead them. Or tell them what to think and what, how to vote and what to do. They were le- were leaders of their own life, and God was their head. And and when they were living that way, it was amazing. The kids were raised up to be independent, and but then the so called civil rights movement came along. So called civil rights movement, no such thing as civil rights. And it destroyed the black. It, it, it took away the individual blacks and created group thinking. And look what you have. It's gone. I saw a report this morning where a guy, I believe up in San Francisco, said that he was moving back to China because he's afraid of getting killed in San Francisco. He'd been attacked one, two, or maybe three times while walking down the road. And he doesn't feel safe in San Francisco anymore. Isn't that amazing? He's going to go back to China and feel, and feel safer in China than he does in America. We don't have individuality anymore. You can be an individual if you take control of your own life. And you don't blame anyone. Just watch what's happening inside of you. Intellectual thinking is evil. Look at the Christians. They're not having any impact on the world at all because they're intellectual thinkers. They think about God, which makes them think they know God. And that's not true. They don't know God. Thinking about God is not knowing God. It's just a thought. It's like these intellectual people who, when you're depressed or you have suicidal thoughts or you worry, and and all people do that has anger, right? They give you pills for it, for spiritual issues. Pills cannot solve spiritual issues. Depression is a spiritual issue. Anger is a spiritual issue. You can't solve that with pills or money or houses or so-called friends or where you live or anything. The intellect hate God. According to American thinker, thinkers, it has been said that intellectuals 
can reduce a city of stone to sand. That's deep. And that's true. Look what they're doing to America. America, my country, is not being destroyed by the gang members or the drug dealers or the prostitutes or whatever. It's being destroyed by the intellectuals. They're turning my country of stone into sand. Because all they do is throw out fake ideas and and they don't think about the outcome of them at all. And when it turns to sand, they don't even they don't even know or realize or accept that they did it. They just find people to agree with them and they move on. According to American thinker, it has been said that intellectuals can reduce a city of stone to sand. Amen. Today's thinking class wages all hand on deck warfare against Western culture or civilization. Today's thinking class wages all hands on deck warfare against Western civilization. Isn't that amazing? Western civilization is and was the best in the world. And the intellectuals hate it. Why why do you think they're trying to wipe out white people? Why do you think they're letting in all these asshole people from asshole countries into the Western civilization? The Western civilization was founded, created with the help of God by white men who believed in God, and it became the best. And the intellectuals are jealous, envious, and they don't like it. And they're doing all they can can to destroy it. And when you destroy it, where are you going then? There's nowhere else to go. There's no countries like the Western civilization. The most prominent of these attacks is the diversity, inclusion, and equity movement. That's evil. Today's thinking class wages all hand on deck warfare against Western civilization. The most prominent of these attacks is the diversity, inclusion, and equity movement, which is pure evil. It's evil. It's not working. It's not going to work. It can't work. And it was never meant to work. And I want to give you an example of Intellectual. This is actual. Uh, this is as intellectual as anything else. It's evil. The intellect is evil. That's why they make you pay a lot of money for it. They know they're making money off of you. Go to college, get a degree. You're not going to be able to earn a living if you don't have a degree. They say, and they lie to you. 
watch this. This is as intellectual as anything else, as I've said. American thinker. Large numbers of large numbers of Latinos, especially young younger immigrants, embrace something called Bruharia, a religion that predates Christianity. Watch this from National Geographic. Mexico City, home to twenty million people, most of them Catholics. The church forbids any dealings with witchcraft, saying it's the work of the devil. But for many Mexicans, the allure of magic, both good and evil, is irresistible. Believers find the tools of witchcraft at the Sonora Witches Market. This is a this is a Afro-Caribbean. In every cranny of this maze, brujas or witch doctors peddle their cures. It's a market for even the most gruesome wares. Along with goods, the market provides services. In back rooms behind the stalls, nearly anything is possible. Spells can be cast or lifted. Customers can have their spirits cleansed or engage in satanic rites. Science doesn't always conquer the supernatural. And for those who believe, witchcraft is all too real. Amazing. And they're bringing that mess here. They got a fraud. What happened to the chicken? They used to sacrifice the blood of chickens. They are bringing that mess here. The intellect and intellectuals are evil. Look at our government. It's being controlled by intellectuals. And it's a mess. A real mess. Because it's evil. It's never going to work. The government does not work. And they don't want it to work. They're in it for themselves. Can you imagine having that in our country? Bokaria, that's what it's called, Sean? Bruharia. Amazing. Anything but Christianity, the best religion on this side of heaven, in a Christian country. They're getting rid of Christianity. That's why they're getting rid of the white man. The white man believe in God. Or the old white men who founded and created the country. Who founded and created the country. Another example of how evil the intellect is or intellectuals are, even the Christian intellectual people, There are literally Christians who believe that God punishes you. They believe that God punishes them. You know, and they think punishment from God is love 
because their dad is like a father. When a father punishes you, it's love, they say. You know you're intellectual when you believe God is punishing you. God does not punish. If God was going to punish you, he wouldn't have saved you from hell. He would not have washed away all your sins. He would not have sent his son to save you from your hell. Why would he do that and then turn around and punish you? That's your fallen nature telling you that. That's your God, the devil. If you think God punishes you, you're an intellectual. Watch this from X. And like God's like your father. If your father doesn't punish you, he doesn't love you. When he punishes you, yes, it's going to hurt. But that's an act of him showing love and care, which means he will protect you, you know? So I'm not too worried that God won't protect me and help me get out of my current situation. I'm just taking the punishment that I deserve, you know? Because I need to be humbled. (laughs) Amazing. You need to overcome the intellect. What a dummy. What a blind person. He want God to punish him because he need to be humbled. Why would God punish you if you've never done anything wrong? Why would he punish you if you've never been, if you're not a saint nor a sinner? Why would he punish you if you're not guilty of anything? Think about that. Would that be a loving God? They are, co- they are compared or associating. They are talking about the devil, wishing me the devil and calling him God. Satan punishes you, not God. If you feel guilty about anything, that's not from God. That's your father, the devil. He made you do things, and then he uh, makes you feel guilty. And you say, it's from, oh, God is punishing me. According to 1 John 4.18, there is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. And whoever fears has not been perfect in love. Amazing. That's deep. And love, love, excuse me, love is not a feeling. It's a light unto your feet. God is a dispassionate God. He's not an emotional so-called love God. And he's not a punishing God. You've been lied to. You could have been living a good free life, but you've been lied to. I want to give you an example of practical understanding. Thomas Sawyer writes in the Washington Examiner, according, I mean, among the many irrational ideas about um, racial and ethnic groups that have polarized society, few have been more irrational and counterproductive than multiculturalism. 
Watch this from Thomas Sowell. Intellectuals and race, quote, the intelligentsia pay no price for being wrong. I think that's the secret of their influence. How, how's that? Well, if you come up with a lot of wrong ideas and pay a price for it, you're forced to think about it and, and to change your ways or else get eliminated. But there's no such test. The only test uh, for, for most intellectuals is whether other intellectuals go along with them. And if they all have a wrong idea, then it becomes invincible. Tom, you're coming pretty close to saying intellectuals aren't very smart. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they are very smart in, in very limited areas. The key word among advocates of multiculturalism became diversity. Ah, yes. Sweeping claims for the benefits of demographic and cultural diversity have prevailed without a speck of evidence being asked for or given. Amazing. That's deep. You could be a free thinker or you can live in your group. And live in hell. He's black, and the black people don't even know about Thomas. Amazing, huh? Let me take a quick break. 888-7753-773. Multiculturalism is evil. Not going to work. They know it's not going to work. That's why they're pushing it. Back in a moment. run from evil within yourself or outside of self. You got to deal with it. And you need good in order to deal with evil. And God is good. You need to return to the Father. And you'll see within you, He will fight the battle for you. And He will fight it without. Because He will show you how to deal with it. And you will have no fear. Love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, along with nothing else. Nothing else means yourself, your children, your wife, your things, your ego, your reputation, and all that. You can't care about any of that. The children of anger will use it to control you. But if you love God, he will renew your mind, and none of those things will be before him. And so when they go after you, oh, well, you may take my body, you may take my things, but you're not going to take my soul. And that's a true reality. We have uh, the Miss Form tonight at 7 p.m. every first Thursday night for men only, third Thursday night for ladies only, Sunday mornings for everybody and their mama. And if you're black, everybody and their mama. Brand new episode of The Father's State tomorrow. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise.
I had a fun conversation with Dr. Theo Kusuli. He is a Greek Orthodox, Orthodox Christian, hypnotherapist, chiropractor, and healer. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. You hypnotize people? I guide them into a relaxed state. If people understood that they were children of God, they wouldn't be doing the things that they're doing. Jesse, I've been through two open heart surgeries. They fixed me with a valve from a cow. I still eat beef. (laughs) All thoughts. All thoughts. All lies. Are all lies. All the time. All the time. No. Jesse, who hurt you? What's wrong with the black? (laughs) I knew you were going to ask me this question. (laughs) Amazing. Fun conversation. You're going to like it. Tomorrow at 12 noon, Friday. If the Lord is willing and decree to arrive, support the Father State. Go to thefatherstate.tv slash donate or locals.com. All right? I do appreciate it. I want to just wind uh, this up about the intellectuals and how evil they are. If you notice more and more Mothers are intellectuals, and look how evil they are. They don't even love their own children. They blame the Internet. They blame the schools. They blame this, and they blame that, and they never take the blame themselves. You heard what Thomas Sowell had to say, right, about the intellectuals? Amazing. Here is another example of what Thomas Sowell had to say. Do you know a lot of black people, they know about Jesse Jackson. They know about the fallen Messiah, Barack Obama. They know about uh, the socialist Martin Luther King Jr., they know about Malcolm X, but they don't know anything about Thomas Sowell, Walter Williams, and all those guys because the liberals make sure that they keep them as far away in the background as possible. Here is Thomas Sowell talking about Barack Obama and multiculturalism. Watch this. And one of the things that got to me about, about Obama, the man was a community activist. I think most people have no idea what that means. It means that you go out there and polarize people. And you get them to blame somebody else. And uh, the problem is not that the somebody else will feel indignant. That's a passing problem. The passing problem is the people you claim to be helping uh, are going to be worse off for not doing the things that they could that are perfectly within their capability. This notion of, of, of multiculturalism is something that's just simply not put to the test. And if you put it to the test, it collapses like a house of cards. Amazing. Look how the intellectuals, rather than helping, uh, helping to make Justice Clarence Thomas a, uh, a good example of what a human being should be or could become, they kind of they trying to destroy him because if they were to introduce Thomas Sowell, Justice Clarence Thomas, 
to the, the black community, black people might start to, they would go like, what the? And they, they might start to become individual thinkers again and wake up and put these people out of business. A community organizer, the Father Messiah, what a mess. And the people say, oh, that's so good. He's trying to organize the people. Here is another example of simple wisdom from Thomas Sowell. Watch this. What multiculturalism boils down to is that you can praise any culture in the world except Western culture, and you cannot blame any culture in the world except Western culture. Amazing. Thomas Sowell. Thomas is from the old school. He's from the old school. When black people were not blaming white people, when black people were individuals, when black people treated everyone the way they would like to be treated, never mind the color, when black people wasn't all into socialism and all that mess, And that type of language from Thomas Sowell, it just goes right over the heads of the intellectuals. They don't understand that. That's too deep. What do you mean? You can blame the Western culture. You can accuse them for everything. But no, no, nobody else. We got to bring simplicity back. You want to be a simple-minded person, not intellectual. Here's a, um, speaking of the Western culture, and they're trying to destroy the people who made it possible in the Western culture. And they have nothing better to offer, nothing, zero. And all they're really trying to do is control the people. Here's an example of attacks. Speaking of the Western culture, attack, attack on whites. This is from X. There's no sound to this, so if you're listening by and not watching, I try to explain. Watch how the whites are getting beat up by the blacks. What's wrong with the blacks? Here's a, a black girl getting beat up and thrown, I mean, a white girl. Another white guy being attacked. White little babies being attacked by little black kids. This is multiculturalism. White kids are being attacked everywhere by the blacks. Look at that. Kicking them, knocking them down and kicking them. The blacks were not like this when I was growing up. They have lost control of their own lives. They have turned it over to the intellectuals. And what do the whites do? They, oh, let them go into the school with the blacks. I ain't got time to be home raising no children. 
I got to be out trying to be like a man. I got to provide for my ego, the mothers are saying. Where will you wake up? Where will you become an individual again? Where will you take responsibility for your own life? When? What will it take? What will it take? Let me go to first time call out of Michigan. Marcus out of Michigan. Marcus, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. How nasty is Maxie Waters on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the nastiest? 10. 10. Yeah. She's pure. Okay, and I got. She's pure. I got one more question. How old are you? Um, I got one more question. How old are you? Um, I'm 14. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, how come the crazy fruitcake liberals can't realize when, when a man is a man and a woman is a woman? I mean, I'm only 14 years old and I know that a man is, that a man has a penis and a woman has a vagina. Why can't they figure it out? Well, they don't have to because the parents don't care about the children. And so they turn their children over to the public schools as a daycare center. And so these people are able to do it because they know that the parents don't love their children. That's why they do it. Okay, and I just want to say I love you, Jesse. You're my hero, and you're my best friend. From 2024, God bless America. Uh, Right on. God bless America. The great white hope. Thank you, uh, Marcus. I appreciate your call. Yep, have a great day. You too, buddy. Amazing. Somebody watching over their kids. Andrew, a first-time caller out of Canada. There's one line open, 888-7753-773. Andrew out of um, Canada. Andrew, welcome to the show. how you doing? All is well. That's good. Yeah, so I'm from the east coast of Canada. Uh, I'm a pretty pretty habitual watcher of your show. I just had a quick question. Um, were you able to catch the exchange between Joy Reid and uh, the co-founder of Moms for Liberty, Tiffany? Uh, I, I, her last name is me, but were you able to catch that exchange? No, I, them? I did not. I didn't see that. Well, essentially, well, it's a pretty you know pretty common topic right now of. Uh, having these books in school that uh, this particular one that uh, Joy Reid was defending was one about a young child being molested by a family member with a with a strap on. And, you know, she was vehemently defending this book and, and people's right to, to read that book at, you know, the age of at 12 to 10. Can you explain to me why people like her will, will go to the mattress and just leave all logic behind to defend a, something like that, where children need to read that. I just can't comprehend that. Well, it's because her heart is wicked. Her heart is evil, and she is worshiping the devil, her God, the devil. And so she does it because she loves evil. 
And she does it because she knows that she can get away with it because she knows that the parents don't love the children and that the parents not even upset about the book. They're just pretending to be upset. What they really want is to keep their children in this public school system so that because they need daycare centers, right? And if it means sacrificing the soul of the children so the mother can go out and pretend to be uh, like a man, they'll do it so she can get away with it because the, the, the father and the mother don't care. That's why they can do it. You have our battle is a battle between good and evil, and these parents are evil, and they're not, they are not protecting their children from evil. So you can't blame Joy Reid. It's on the parents because if the parents didn't send their children to the schools, they wouldn't have to worry about the book. And uh, just a quick follow-up, if I can. Do you believe that at the end of the day when she gets home and she looks in the mirror, does she feel disgusted with herself, Joy Reid? No. You know, she... she the, and the question should be, do the parents feel disgusted with themselves for sacrificing their children to evil so that they can go out and get their thrills, ego thrills, and, and they don't love their children. It's not Joy Reid's fault, man. It's the parents. And and my la- and my last point here, uh, and then I'll let you go. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my most radical thought these days is that maybe we should be forcing people to take some type of test to be able to raise children. Because you're right, these parents that do this, they're doing an incredible disservice to these children and setting them up to fail. Yeah. And it seems that more and more people are, are taking this route. I just had my first son seven months ago, and I, and I couldn't fathom putting him in that situation. I just don't understand how people could be so morally corrupt. It's because you love your son, they don't love their children. So it's the parents' fault. It's not the school fault. I appreciate it, Andrew. Thank you, man. Thanks, Jesse. All right, buddy. Amazing. One line open, 888-775-3773. Um, super chat. Super chat. Super chat. In response to the uh, want for nothing thing, uh, stuff. So our theme for our fellowship this year is to want for nothing. Uh, the, add Ad Mycroft says, want for nothing means have all you want. The phrase he means, meaning Jesse means, is want nothing. What? He's <laughs> trying to correct your, uh, your phrasing. Oh, so it should be what? Want nothing. Instead of want for nothing? Right. So that's the wrong way to say it? Because he says want for nothing means to have all you want. How is that? Is that right? I don't understand, but thank you. <laughs> Amazing. I appreciate it. Moses Bear says, should we want to not want anything either? I guess my answer would just be to observe all wants and let them be. <laughs> should you want to not want not to want? He asks. And should you want not to want? Should you want... No, I, I don't understand the question. Should you want not to not want? Want for nothing. Yeah, all right. Right, want for nothing. Thank you. <laughs> Someone bought a coffee saying, I realize people rage when playing a video game, 
because they believe in a thought that tells them they're going to win only to lose. You're right. If you ignore all thoughts, life would be amazing. All thoughts, all lies, all the time about anything. Thank you. Is there anything? Oh, no more thoughts asks a question buying a coffee. Is there any such thing as practical anger? I can't come up with an example. What? Is there such a thing as practical anger? I can't come up with an example. No, no such thing as practical anger. That's why you can't find an example. Gregatron bought a coffee. Hey, guys, this one is for Hassan. Hey, Hassan, it's Bible Thumper Thursday. Can I please get some angels from Africa? I haven't heard it in a while. Please and thanks. Amazing. Bible Thumper! (laughs) Thank you. Amazing. That wasn't it. Danny Moore bought a coffee. All right, Jesse, I'm in the last... i like a slave. Yeah. It's hot in here. Hassan, can you turn it on? Danny Moore bought a coffee. I'm All right. sweating like the anchor, baby. I know, and I can't hear myself. I'm sweating like the anchor, baby. Danny Moore can bought a... Can you hear yourself now? Not really? Not compared to you, but yeah. I can really turned it down. Yeah. Well, that's great. Danny Moore bought a coffee. All right, Jesse and the lads. Jesse, when you say fathers love their children, even if males and females both have anger, is the male's love for the children at a higher level to God than the females? No, they're they're equal. Anger is anger is anger, and the anger of a male is that of his mother. Men are not naturally angry. It's not a natural state of being for the man. So any man that has anger is is a woman, so it's the same anger. P.S. says Danny Moore. In England, we call Bible thumpers Bible bashers. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Raul G. bought three coffees. Bible thumper. I noticed that sometimes people talk to you about the Antichrist, and it seems they live in fear waiting for, quote-unquote, his arrival. First John clearly states in plain language that the Antichrist are the deniers of Christ. These people waiting for Satan like others are waiting for Jesus. <laughs> in my best Jesse impression. The anti thank you. The Antichrist are the preachers who teaches the Bible. That's the Antichrist. To Para bought ten coffees. Dear Jesse. Some renowned, renowned scientists, Jewish and atheist, concluded the Shroud of Turin is the burial cloth of historical figure Jesus. What's your or Hank's take on it, please? I have no idea what that is. The Shroud of Turin? Right. It's it's one of those things that black Jesus is wearing that they... Actually, no, they they covered him... They covered, like, his burial cloth or something. I don't know. So you don't know what it is either. It's a cloth. It's a cloth and it has an impression of his face on it. Yeah, exactly. Why? It's a cloth, and it has a, an impre- a bloody impression of his face on it because they laid it over his face, and his face was bloody and sweaty. <laughs> and then they took it off, and it was preserved over the, the, cent- over the centuries. Where? Millennia. Yeah, they still have it. Somebody sent me a black Jesus <laughs> with good hair. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot that if Jesus was black, he had a fro. Maybe that's India Jesus. He had nappy hair. <laughs> It's India Indian Jesus. Oh. That's Vivek Jesus. Evidently. <laughs> uh, so, no, I don't have a take on it either. I'm, I'm, I'm I not really... No I, I don't know anything about that one. 
I never really got into relics. But I never uh, had relish either. Relish is gross too. You don't like relish? Or hot dogs? No. All right, Amazing. moving on. Scotty Bean. Thank you. Scotty Ben 1000 or Bean 1000 bought a coffee. Jesse, thank you for sharing your beautiful voice with the world. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days when the line between right <laughs> and wrong wasn't so hazy. Whoa, whoa, Grandpa, <laughs> tell me about the good old days. Bambi eyes emojis. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Scotty Ben 1000. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Chill and lean, bought a coffee. Greetings, Jesse and crew. Suggestion to Hake. Is it possible to set a word limit to enforce pithy comments? I know. Some people are writing essays on here. What the? <laughs> you forget that is a, it's a buy me a coffee thing. Yeah, maybe it's we should a have a, a three to four line hard cutoff. Look and like I just pe- stop reading at three or four lines. <laughs> Look like people would know not to write a long one without having to tell them. I don't have the heart to be too iron-fisted about it. I'm Babe. lame. Babe. Babe. Fal- Falcon, Babe. Falcon Ing says Galatians 5.21, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in the time past, that they which do those things shall not inter- inherit the kingdom of God. Nice. Amazing. There you are. Rich. Amazing. Two more hours to go. I got to take a break. This hour's up. Two more hours to go. Hate has come over and hate news, not the fake news. Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry. Because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad. Or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's his nature. A whole lot of mess going on in the world. This is the end of our uh, one of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Bible Thumper Thursday. Um, uh, Stay tuned for hour two. JLP will be right back to your calls, guys. There is... Uh, the lines are full. There's no li- there are no lines open. JLP will get to your calls, but first, fake news, not fake news. Atmospheric rivers. A potent pair of atmospheric rivers is lashing California with heavy rain and strong winds. More than 20 million people across the state are under flood alerts today as storms threaten flash flooding in cities including San Diego, Sacramento, San Francisco, San Jose, and Oakland. Forecasts show rain up to four inches is possible in the coming days and could fall at rates that could exceed one inch per hour. 
Then on Sunday, another atmospheric river is poised to stall over the southern part of the state in what could become the largest storm of the season. And that's a quote. So the National Weather Service said that. More than 400 personnel have been pre-positioned across 16 California counties to respond when needed, according to the state's Office of Emergency Services. So a storms are coming in. Illegals are pouring in, too. It's even worse. A surge of so-called migrants at the U.S. southern border, according to the Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, is fueling a humanitarian crisis during challenging winter months. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott has offered thousands of illegals free bus rides out of his state to sanctuary cities, quote-unquote, run by demon rats, we call them, demon rats. And the options given were generally New York, Chicago, or Denver, Colorado. Many illegals told Commie Nonsense that they had heard New York was too full. They believed too sh- Chicago to be too cold. Beggars can't be choosers, and thus picked Denver, Colorado. As crowds line up in the city to get food and shelter, the overnight temperatures are falling before ze- below zero degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, Denver is not that warm. As they face life-threatening temperatures, the mayors of New York, D- Chicago, and Denver have issued joint calls for the illegal arrivals of illegals to be treated as a national problem. What a mess. Uh, The United States and at least 13 other countries, meanwhile in Gaza, have pulled funding from the main UN aid agency in Gaza following allegations by Israel that some of its staff, like 12 members or something, were involved in the Hamas October 7th terror attack. You heard about this, maybe. Details remain scant. Israel alleges 13 of the agency's 13,000 Gaza staffers took part in the attack in varying capacities, ranging from involvement in kidnapping hostages to being told to set up an operations room. Wednesday, Prime Minister of Israel Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu called for an end to the UN mission in the region and said other aid groups must replace it. However, approximately 2 million Gazans rely on the agency for aid, with 1 million people using the group's shelters for food and health care, so-called, amid the fighting in the enclave. Ah, man. Uh, Big tech, so-called, hearing in America. Members of the Senate Judiciary Committee relentlessly questioned and criticized the chief executives of five big tech companies on Wednesday, yesterday, about the potential harms of their products on teens. The CEOs of Meta, Meta, that's Facebook, Instagram, that's that Zuckerberg guy. TikTok, Snapchat, I guess Snap, Snap, Snapchat, Discord, and X, our formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> Almost called it our greatest Twitter. Uh, testified they're aiming to make social media safer for the youth. The hearing got emotional at times with apologies from two executives, including Mark Zuckerberg, uh, who st- stood to apologize to the families in a hearing room, in the hearing room, saying, I'm sorry for everything you all have been through. No one should go have to go through the things that your families have suffered. And this is why we must invest so much. What do they suffer? And we are going to continue to do industry-wide efforts to make sure no one has to go through the things your families have had to suffer, he said. Maybe they should blame the parents. Uh, Margot Robbie, is, is that her name? She said, quote, There's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. She was omitted from the best actress in the Oscars race. Who wants an Oscar anyway anymore? I'm James Hake. Now back to JLP, Hour 2.